Hello lovely listeners. I'm uh, I'm coming to you today from my walk. It's a tradition here in the UK, as I'm sure it is in many places, to have some kind of Christmassy walk over the festivities. Um, largely to let the food settle and to justify another sitting. Um, so it's going to be a bit different on the audio today. You're going to hear some ambient noises and I'm hoping the quality of sound will be okay. But I thought it would be nice to take you on my festive walk. Um, today, as I've come out actually, I've come out after breakfast. Um, in fact, I had to bribe myself out of bed with the promise of raisins. I love raisins on my cereal. Um, because it's still pretty dark out here. I'm in the UK, as I mentioned, and while the birds are just about waking up, the world still looks pretty sleepy. But the cold snap has broken, and my fingers... The tips of them can still be felt and I'm really feeling really really glad to be on the outside. I work from home talking to many of you on my trusty laptop and it takes real intentionality for me to leave my four walls and come and make connection with the outside. There's always so much to be done on the inside but it lifts me every time I make that effort. I don't know if you can hear that background noise, but the only other people who seem to be out and about are what we over here call our binmen, who are such an essential part of our economy, collecting all our rubbish. And I'm grateful they come out this early. So, I wonder what you're doing as you're listening to me. You might be driving, you might be on your own walk. But yeah, so today is about having a walk together. Walking and talking and spending some time. This season can be a really challenging one for many, many people and a really magical one at the same time. We can both and those feelings, right? Although for some of us it might it more one way than the other. I'm wondering how Christmases or winter has featured for you throughout your life story. It's often a time where people, TCKs especially, feel like they could clone themselves, you know, where they could split themselves up into multiple places countries, time zones, to kind of meet those emotional needs and sometimes explicit expectations actually of their families. And it's hard work. It's hard work doing that and feeling the lack when we can't. And something that I'm hearing a lot of in sessions with TCKs I'm going to pause here because I'm going to get run over by the bin lorry in a second. (laughs) One moment. All good. 
they were just reversing. Um, they look an awful lot like Christmas tree lights, the reversing lights of a bin lorry. Um, anyway, on our way again. So, yes, if you're feeling part of that, that tension, where you're not sure how to meet needs of um, the people around you, how to do Christmas right, you're really not alone. It's a complicated situation for many people. Um, car going past. Um, it's a complicated situation for many, many people because you've got all of the partner's family potential stuff, but whether or not you're with a partner, there's a going home but not going home expectation that happens. One of the scenarios I hear very often is the sense that family want you to come home to wherever they are, right? Whether or not that feels like home and a huge sense of pressure to do this. And it's pressure financially actually as well as um, just time and energy. But sometimes there can be this sensation that once you are there with family that it's not quite meeting your expectations of the occasion. Sometimes it can feel a little lacklustre. I'm going to pause here again because I'm going to go through car park. should get calmer in a minute. That was a longer pause than I anticipated. <laughs> Getting through the car park is one thing and then there's this little area, this little stretch where you meet the trail that I'm about to join now and um, this lovely little bridge you go over. The water but there's a proper bottleneck of dog walkers and yippiness and uh, chatting groups and it's about quarter to eight here now in the morning and I haven't come out for a walk at this time before I don't think it, it amuses me what I don't know about how spaces are used around here I can anticipate that this walk that I'm on is a really popular one with dog owners but of course they're going to come in these early early hours of the morning but I've not encountered them here it's this lovely little brain tickle where I consider showing up in different spaces at different times as well as different seasons gets you a whole new perspective on life in them how they're used how they're needed and the social connections that, that are made along the way. We were talking about getting yourself home for Christmas and, and what that can actually feel like the other end. And one of the dilemmas is often that life for the people still there can seem like they, they just carry on as normal and perhaps those of us going home for Christmas can feel a certain pain around 
the sense that quality time hasn't been carved out, intentional time to catch up and, and connect hasn't been made. Or perhaps even further demands are being made on us financially or I mean even the practicalities of travelling with all your gifts is is a complicated one but for a lot of people doing that travelling the, the aeroplane ticket feels like it should count and there can be these mismatched expectations that lead to a certain amount of extra stress around this season There are no easy solutions to any of this, but allowing yourself to notice that happening, notice those sensations, those feelings, those observations happening without judgment. I hope that that's something we can bring to this listening space today. That it's not all cookie cutter, that it's not all that the goodwill is getting lost in translation somewhere. I wonder how you're feeling this day after Christmas Day. Whether you celebrate it or whether you don't, it can be a quiet sort of a time. If you haven't gone home with family, everybody else seems to have done. solitude around it. A few years ago, oh, I'm just distracted, I can hear the birds, I don't suppose the sound carries to you. I wish I was one of those people that could identify bird song really easily. I used to have an app for it, but it never seemed to work terribly well. You had to be practically next to the bird for it to pick it up, which was a bit counterproductive. A few years ago when Covid hit, that changed Christmas for a lot of us. For me, it gave me a, a sensation of, of Christmas Day alone with my very, very, very most proximate people. My bubble. And uh, to some people that was a really, really lonely experience many many people me I'm a little introvert <laughs> I'm an in well I'm that of a very tired extrovert um easily tired extrovert I like my own space basically and the freedom of a non traditional because it couldn't be traditional Christmas day was rather wonderful there are some areas in which I have absorbed quite a lot of traditionalism, but I was reflecting on this with a client last week actually, about how because for so many of us our childhoods were essentially non-traditional, or such a hybrid form of traditions that actually leaning into passport traditions can be a, a version of rebellion for us. we can have this this need to not be pegged in a box about how we should celebrate anything 
But one of the options therein is to celebrate exactly as everybody else is doing, but for completely different reasons and in a, as, as, a, as a form that's completely novel. Growing up, we didn't have a plastic Christmas tree that came out of a box. We certainly didn't have the real thing because we were in Niger most of those Christmases. Um, I have a vague memory as a child of one of those, you know those grow your own crystals things? I had one that was tree shaped, Christmas tree shaped, and it was so lovely. I, I have such fond memories of watching these crystals slowly grow and form on the pre-prepared card. That was our Christmas tree one year. Um, I was homeschooled, so there were various cutting and sticking crafts around 3D cardboard-shaped Christmas trees. And but, but my most constant memory was of gathering thorn branches and gluing little dots of cotton wool all over it to mimic snow. Our neighbours probably thought we were losing our minds. I'm distracted at this point as well by all the sheep on the bank to my left. It is such an English scene. This little canal that used to used to be a busy trade route was absolutely the way we transported goods before the railways took us by storm and and it's still here. And the sheep grazing nearby. You can see evidence of their presence along the, the wire fence that I'm coming up to where little tufts of wool catch. I've got some walkers coming up behind me so I might pause a second. They're slower than I thought. I think I'm a bit self-conscious talking into my little recorder as I walk along. Oh, there's a blackbird. It's just jumped into the tree on my left. This is a route where you tend to get followed along by robins, which makes me feel all secret garden if you've ever read it or watched it. There's this robin that leads the little girl along. Incidentally, that's a very TCK book, although of the colonialist bent. She's a colonial TCK, or military, I suppose. Here they come with their dog. I might stop so I don't look crazy. I'm back. I want to workshop a minute. What just happened there? I used incredibly ableist language then. I don't want to look crazy. And I feel shame around that. It'd be easy to edit out, but I'm going to talk about it instead because that's what I do. <laughs> um, it's not a phrase I use very often and I'm conscious that I only used it then around what I feared others would perceive me as. Isn't that just so familiar to so many of us? If I saw somebody walking along talking into a little dictaphone, I'd be curious. I'd assume they were doing something terribly interesting and, and, and wish that I knew what it was. I wouldn't judge them for it. 
I would think they were losing their mind. Even if I couldn't see the dictaphone, there are so many gizmos. Gosh, I sound ancient. Yes, we'll go with gizmos and doobries that, that technologically assist us talking and recording our voices that, that are minuscule. But again, I wouldn't think anything of it. I just think they were probably recording something. And actually, if they were plainly just talking to themselves, I'd think good on them. They're processing things. So why do I assume that other people would make such a terrible judgment on me? It's a sort of bracing of self against the other. I think a lot of us grew up with that. It's certainly something I hear a lot. A concern about how we're perceived. Anyway, I apologize. I'll work hard to not use that again and to wipe it from my vocabulary completely. I don't really believe in such thing as crazy. And you know what? Next time somebody walks past, I might just keep recording. Set myself a little challenge to continue to be who I'm being, inoffensively and openly. After all, it's what I see so many of you working so hard to do every day. The least I can do is try and model it practice it on this podcast good grief so non-traditional or traditional being non-traditional these days I do have a Christmas tree that comes out of a box I consider the live ones and then I worry about what I'm going to do with it afterwards plastic isn't very green no pun intended, because it is, um, isn't very ecologically sound, but I'm trying to get as much use out of it as possible. Hmm. I suppose in many ways my Christmas day looks quite traditional, minus the massive family gathering. And again, I'm one of those that lives very near immediate family so we can do things around the Christmas week if you like whereas for a lot of you who are traveling miles it's a kind of feast famine encounter with festivity and family and I can only imagine how overwhelming that could be for many what are you doing to cope (laughs) I'm thinking of you all. Some of you have been, um, who I work with, have been incredibly generous when I've let you know that I'm off for Christmas week. And so we won't be having our usual sessions that week. And so many of you have said, good for you. given that I know that that can be a real disruption in routine and in in the support network that you're working with it's so kind 
at the same time it's not as if I skip off into the sunset for my week off without a backwards glance going yippee um, it's uh, I think of you I think of you all and how your weeks are going and I wonder how you're doing I'm hoping for magic fairy lights and happiness in whatever form that that works best for you and I'm also understanding that that might not be straightforward there's so often more conflicts than we hoped for or or swallowing of words to avoid those conflicts or, or memories emerging that are sometimes a bit disruptive Some of you might feel like you've got actually very little control over what traditions, traditional or otherwise, you engage with. Some of you might be um, in full control, you're doing the hosting. And, and you feel like you can lay down the ground rules and, and set up the itinerary and, and make it full of the things you want for once. And for some of you that won't be the case, so if it's not so far going quite as you imagined, I'd really invite you to take a minute, maybe after you finish listening to me on our walk, to just take a breath, remind yourself how amazing it is that you are in this moment, that you got here, that you've arrived, whatever space you're in this Christmas, you're here. And the world is so lucky to have you. Take that moment and just gently ask of yourself what you need next. As you would a child, you know, a child who's maybe very, very excited or a bit overwhelmed or sad even, or maybe happily bouncing around in wrapping paper. You just take a moment to help centre that child and say, okay, here we are. What do you need next? For some of you, that's going to be a quiet walk of your own. For some of you, that's going to be a hot chocolate with all the cream. For some of you, it might be a phone call to somebody close to you. For some of you, it might be just an hour with your book that's currently on the go. Maybe your favorite music. For me this morning, to get me out of the, the sense of stuckness where I was in bed in the dark knowing that I had a full day ahead that I really want to do but I couldn't seem to make the leap the thing that got me what next what do I need next was raisins <laughs> it's whatever works right just 
paying attention to ourselves giving ourselves a little moment a little moment where you're all that matters in the world I want that for you today Merry Christmas and thanks for listening Thank you.